0: but if not, give them an alternative. Hey, here's a place we recommend that could help you out. A lot of times I'll send people to other companies that do paper lead and stuff if they don't because I want to help everybody. It's just, you're not the right fit for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Farrell. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of the fluffy stuff with us today, Brian Driscoll. How you doing, Brian?
0: Hey, doing well. Thanks for having me, Joe.
1: Well, my pleasure. Glad to have you on the show. A little bit about Brian. He's the co-founder of Motivated Leads. He and his co-founder, Chad Keller are currently generating thousands of motivated seller leads for investors nationwide. He's also an investor himself, and they are working with commercial real estate investors as well to generate leads for them, thus the conversation with Brian today. He's based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and you can check out their company and their website by going to the link in the show notes. So with that being said, Brian, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus?
0: Yeah, sure. So I have a really strong digital marketing background. I've been in digital marketing for almost 20 years. I switched focus about six years ago when I got into real estate. I started investing in single family homes. I was originally buying off wholesalers, things like that. And then I started seeing the fees, $10,000, $15,000 wholesale fees. I'm like, wait a minute, we can generate these ourselves. My background, we were dealing with really big national and international companies. So I have a lot of experience there. Bringing that knowledge to local, we kind of dominated. So then now what we do is, yeah, we just help people generate leads and people that want to sell their house and then also commercial buildings, things like that.
1: All right. So you were working with national companies and you said you started bringing it to local and start dominating. So what exactly did you bring to local? And when you say bring it to local, what do you mean by that?
0: On a national client, we're trying to rank for keyword like shoes or baby food, really uh, okay. competitive phrases. Right. So that the tactics and tools that I was using to go after the, lo- the national phrases I was able to bring that to Pittsburgh or in Uh even a different city. It's a lot less competitive when you're just focusing on a city versus national marketing in the world. So we were Uh able to bring that expertise into the local area and use the same tactics and kind of crush it.
1: Okay. So you're working with residential and commercial real estate investors. Really quick. Talk to us about what you're doing with residential investors that you're finding effective. And then let's talk the majority of our time about commercial.
0: Okay. So on the residential side, we do a lot of marketing on Facebook and Google pay-per-click. Normally what we find is people can market on Facebook and generate leads. If, if you're very direct in your messaging, like sell your house fast, we buy houses, cash home offers, stuff like that. You send traffic from a Facebook ad to a website and the website has to be very descript. Also saying, Hey, we're investors. We're not real estate agents. We can purchase your property, but it's going to be at a discount, but it's going to be real convenient for you. So what we found works there is if you're very direct the whole way through the process, by the time you get someone filling out a form on your website or calling you, there's a high likelihood they're motivated and they want to sell their property versus just getting like a hundred leads that are looking to find out, hey, well, how much is my property worth?
1: Right. Because you've already told them what you're going to do.
0: Exactly. And even on commercial or anything, I found it's way better to be extremely direct with your messaging and blunt, unless you have a telemarketing team, just focus on quality versus quantity of leads.
1: Let's talk about it because that, as you said, it ties into commercial and residential. So help me understand the thought process that you just explained of being direct because you're getting quality over quantity versus, and it might not be versus, but in my mind it's versus, so educate me on this, versus adding value multiple times to bring them into your funnel So they get to know you better and then you have a more direct conversation, albeit maybe it's digitally, with them about what you're looking to do. You
0: know what? That's a really good question. So there's a difference if you're an investor or an agent or dealing with commercial versus a motivated seller, there's a different strategy. So if you're looking for someone that's a motivated seller, what I mean by that, they're trying to sell a distressed property. They either inherited it, it needs work, they don't have the money, can't get it on the MLS things like that, those people are motivated and they're looking to sell the property yesterday. So those people, we usually don't build out a funnel. They're looking for whoever looks reputable, who's gonna give me a fair offer and not rip me off and it's not a big corporation they wanna deal with. So that's like a super fast process. If we're dealing on the other side, say we're going after commercial real estate or MLS stuff like that. If we're trying to build a funnel there, we're trying to do the branding. Mm -hmm. We might bring someone in and get their email address. And then we pixel them, put them on our audience, and then start showing them and retargeting them through a funnel, building that credibility so that they know us and trust us, things like that, even before we even talk to them. Mm-hmm. So, two different ways you can go about it there. But with the distressed the properties, they're just looking to sell this property because they're stressed out. They might be going into the foreclosure and losing it anyways.
1: Yeah, I was having a close cousin conversation to this earlier, actually about 30 minutes ago with someone on my team and we we're talking about how we're generating leads and this is accredited investor leads and we could do a better job of converting those leads and we were talking about okay should we just initially offer something that is very direct and say hey would you like to invest in XYZ or should we just as the second scenario that you just laid out get their email address and then have a drip campaign targeting them and do some sort of formula of add value, add value, add value, add value, value. ask them if they want to invest. So it seems like these worlds are colliding a little bit for what you're doing to acquire real estate to what other companies, mine included, do to acquire investors.
0: That's a good topic though. So say accredited investors or even my website, for example, you go to our site, Motivated Leads, And when you click the button, I have a page that pops up and we have an 80% drop rate when someone clicks a button to taking the next step. And the page pretty much says, if you don't have $3,000 and you're not a seasoned investor, this probably is not the right fit. And what that does, it weeds everybody out. Mm -hmm. Most marketers would look at that. They're like, you're losing 80% of your traffic. But whenever someone goes the rest of the way through that form, we have such a high close rate and we can deliver a really good experience. It's worth it for us. So saying your space too. A situation like that would probably weed out a lot of your people
1: mm-hmm.
0: just because you're looking for specific people. they got to have money. they got to be accredited to buy properties. Mm-hmm. So something like that would probably make sense. I would A-B test it. You go on my website sometime. You'll see that. It. It's, it's a very I'm aggressive yeah. page. No, I'm on it right now. But you could do something like that too. It's like, hey, here's what it is. If you check these boxes, we can over deliver and do a great job for you. Mm-hmm. But if not, give them an alternative. Hey, here's a place we recommend that could help you out. A lot of times I'll send people to other companies that do paper lead and stuff if they don't because I want to help everybody. It's just, you're not the right fit for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then also we do retarget. Like anyone who comes to the website, you can do the branding and stuff, but it really depends on your model, what you want to do. Cause I'm not a big fan of, we used to get so many leads and it's like, how do you call these people?
1: We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. As your portfolio grows, you need financial management services you can rely on to help you save money and continue making the right choices for your company's future. Realestateaccounting.co's top tier CFO team uses their deep industry and operating experience to guide real estate syndicators, investors, and family offices through every pivotal moment and crucial decision. Their fractional CFO services include budget to actual, cash flow and distributions, and reporting and valuation. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO to find out why REA is one of the fastest growing real estate accounting companies around. The real estate experts provide timely analysis and consultations to help you make the most informed decisions possible. See and trust where your portfolio is headed joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. Very early on, I realized that it's quality over quantity. I'd much rather be in a CEO role of a luxury brand versus a dollar store product. Right. Uh, Give me luxury brand all day long cater to that audience and we'll come up with a really good product and add value, but they'll pay for that value because they're able to, and they want to.
0: Right. So. And the type of person you get from doing that versus just an email grabber is a totally different type of person at all.
1: Well, how do your clients work with you?
0: We pretty much do the marketing. So we offer turnkey marketing for real estate investors. So we handle design. We get a website set up if they need it, or we use their existing website. We design their ads, pretty much offer turnkey service where All they need to do is answer the phone, which is extremely important in this game. Whenever someone calls, don't let it go to voicemail. And if you get a lead, call that lead immediately.
1: And you're working with a client who is looking to acquire commercial real estate properties?
0: Yeah, commercial and residential.
1: Okay. What's the approach? I know you talked about it a little bit already, but what are the nuances with commercial versus residential? So commercial, you have
0: to be extremely direct in a different way on what you're looking for. So it depends, are you looking to buy buildings? Are you looking to buy big apartment complexes? Are you looking to buy warehouses? Whatever you're looking to buy, pick the direction or set up specific campaigns for each. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that, say you're looking to get office buildings. We're going to have office buildings in the ads. We're going to send them to a landing page that says, Hey, we buy office buildings or we buy warehouses and it matches the whole way through versus we buy commercial real estate. It's too general. If I'm looking for junky houses, I put pictures of junky houses. So if we put warehouses in the pictures, they go to a website, say, hey, we buy warehouses, here's how we can help you. You're going to have a way higher close rate and a way higher appointment rate than just going general on we buy commercial buildings or we buy commercial property, stuff like that. And then we take them from Facebook to a website or from Google to Click to a website, and then it goes to the client.
1: Got it. What is more effective, Facebook or Google Click to Play? And did you say Google click to play? Am I? Am no, pay-per-click. Pay-per-click. Okay. I, was like, I, yeah. I, I wrote that down. I was like, I don't remember. I don't <laughs> know that term. Pay-per-click. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Google pay-per-click or Facebook. What's more effective with commercial?
0: Facebook. It depends what you consider most effective.
1: Leads to a transaction.
0: I'd say it depends on your market. I've tested them. Most of the time, they're about equal. The reason is sometimes on Facebook, we'll get cheaper leads. You may get more leads and have slightly a lower conversion rate. But the reason on Google pay per click, the conversion rate drops is because when you're on Google, if you notice when you search something, there's three ads at the top. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these people will click out all three of those websites at the same time. And then you have two competitors right off the bat.
1: Mm.
0: Versus Facebook, they don't see that other person. So I almost put them as equal conversion rate there.
1: What if your client does not have a Facebook page that they maintain? Does Facebook still work?
0: Yeah. We'll just build a page. You need a page. So clients come to us, they don't have a Facebook page. We'll build them one. No, we'll make the logos, everything. You know? No,
1: I know you would build a page. The keyword, my question was maintain. So if they don't have an active Facebook page, I know you have to have one, but if you right. don't have an active one, does it matter?
0: No, not for paid ads. I don't see it mattering that much because no one ever sees the page. They see the page is the name of who's posting, mm-hmm. but when they click the ad, it doesn't go to the page. It goes to a website.
1: Okay.
0: So most of the people don't go to the actual page. On the paid side, organic, it matters a lot.
1: Got it. And what's the cost or investment for your client to work with you?
0: We charge $1,500 a month plus ad spend. So we usually recommend minimum $1,500. It's whatever aggressive people want to get, and however much they can handle.
1: Got it. What's a success story that you can share with us?
0: A success story? I actually just got one right now. I just picked up a property. I only invest in one zip code in my area. So it's really... I get very low leads because it's such a confined area, but I just picked up a property two months ago. We got a hundred grand, put 30 into it and just appraised at 215. I just rent them out, but that was a pretty big. uh, Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Man. Okay.
1: Is that in Pittsburgh? Yeah, it's in Bethel Park, Pennsylvania. Yeah, South Hills of Pittsburgh. We'll get back to the show with the first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Do you manage your own rental properties? If you do, or if you're about to, I want to tell you about Rent Ready because I'm guessing they have some services that you'll wish you had. Rent Ready is a property management software that allows you to manage your business from your computer or phone. With Rent Ready, you're able to collect rent online and get paid. Find the perfect tenant with the built-in screening and listing service and get your leases signed with the click of a button. And tenants really love using RentReady's app too. They can pay rent using the card, ACH, cash. They can set up auto pay, get renter's insurance if you require it. And they can even build their credit score through RentReady's new credit reporting feature. And the best part, RentReady is unlimited. That's right, all of this is flat-priced. There's no tricks or hidden fees. Rent Ready is designed for investors who manage their own properties so that you don't have to worry about paying more for building your business. You can start managing and scaling your rental properties without scaling costs. And Rent Ready has given us an amazing deal to pass on to the best ever listeners. You can get Rent Ready's annual plan for only 54 bucks at rentready.com when you use our special code bestever. That's reNTredi.com with the code B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R at rentready.com to get RentReady's annual plan for only 54 bucks. Did you know that credit checks miss 85% of the information landlords and property managers need to verify new tenants? That's a problem. The solution is Rentify. Rentify provides a platform that allows you to instantly access prospective tenants' financial information and compiles it all into a quick and easy to read report to help you select the highest quality tenants. You can access income, payroll, past rent payments, non-sufficient funds, and overdraft history all in one place. Rentify's reports instantly verify the full financial picture of the tenant, so there's no chance of being duped with false information. No one likes to be duped, And the best part is that you can have it all at your fingertips in as little as five minutes. Go check out Rentify at TrustRentify.com and stop wasting time and start fast-tracking the tenant screening process with confidence and ease. With Rentify, you'll no longer have to waste hours or even days collecting all the information you need to verify a tenant, which makes life easier for you and your applicants. Visit TrustRentify.com And use the promo code FAIRLESS for 25% off your first purchase. That's T-R-U-S-T-R-E-N-T-I-F-Y.com and put in the promo code FAIRLESS, that's my last name, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S, for 25% off your first purchase. When you work with a commercial real estate client who's looking to buy apartment buildings, how do you get the list or the audience, let's talk about Facebook. How do you get the audience to target in order to find apartment buildings to purchase?
0: So what we do, Facebook limited itself a year, year and a half ago. So we can't target as much as we could back in the day. So number one, the ads have to be real direct to get the right type of people to click it. And then what we do is we push people through the ads. Let me take a step back here. If we're really direct with the messaging, we get the right people to click the ads then they go to the website. Regardless of whether they fill out a form or not, they're now on our audience list, which we can retarget. But once we get enough people to go through and fill out a form also, Facebook's algorithm can tell, okay, the type of people that are filling out your form are like this, and then they can put ads in front of very similar people to them too. So we're retargeting them, plus based on Facebook's algorithm as well to get us in front of the right type of people.
1: Okay. But that very first ad though, is that very first ad targeted to all of Facebook in US citizen or what?
0: Say if you wanted to invest in a 30 mile radius around your city, we're going broad to your area.
1: Mm -hmm. So just everyone in that radius is going to get the ad and then you're very direct in the ad. And then based off of who clicks it and fills out those forms, then you can start getting an audience profile.
0: Right. And the reason is Facebook won't let us target in housing, employment, and credit. You can't target by age sex zip code stuff like that so they force us due to discrimination laws and all that kind of stuff you can't focus that much more if you want
1: okay what about google pay-per-click
0: yeah google's a totally different animal depending on your area google works or sometimes it's super competitive so the difference is with facebook we're competing on impression we're paying facebook hey stick our ad in front of certain people in pittsburgh just anyone in pittsburgh versus google pay-per-click it's like put us in front of anyone who types in need to sell my property fast in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And we're in direct competition with other investors versus on Facebook, I'm competing against the bakery down the street that wants to show ads. Right. So investors are super aggressive. I was just looking, we had a client that we're paying $90 a click for one click to the website, which is astronomical.
1: (laughs) What city is that?
0: They're down in Charlotte.
1: Huh. If I had guessed 10 guesses, I wouldn't have been in the top 10.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy down there. Like on the cost per lead side.
1: Well, on the flip side, because I know you would agree with this, that even though there's higher competition, if someone is searching for that term versus on Facebook, if they're passively coming across it and filling out a form, Google's likely higher to convert. Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, they have higher intent. So here's how I like to use them. I like to have Google pay-per-click. We'll go after cold people also because of that intent. And say you get a hundred people to the website and say you have a good conversion, it's 10%. So we have 90 people that came to our website. We spent a ton of money to get them there. They have intent. They want to sell. They're just not ready yet. We can retarget them on Facebook and scoop those leads up cheap on the back end. So kind of work them both together. But yeah, I do agree with you on that. The intent, because they just searched, need to sell my property fast or whatever it is.
1: I like that combo approach. What have we not talked about that you think we should before we wrap up?
0: That's a good question. Anyone doing marketing, one thing, just the basics is I talk to a lot of people that are like, Hey, I tried Google pay-per-click or Facebook and it didn't work and they don't have the proper tracking on their website. So a lot of people don't click just a boost button. It's called a Facebook pixel on Facebook and Google has a snippet of code too. If you're going to try this on your own, make sure you have the code on your website. And then there's an event tracking code, put that on your thank you page so that you can let their algorithms know who's going through and filling out the form so they can work for you. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the best things I could say if you're just going to try to start out and do it on your own because otherwise it just won't work.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Any other tips before we wrap up?
0: One other tip I can give you too. What I found here in Pittsburgh to increase my appointment rate, what I have happen is someone goes through my website, they fill out a form saying they want to sell their property. Once that form's done, obviously I get a phone and email that we want to reach out to them. But what I implemented is I have a text message go out to them. Mm. which I know a lot of people do. The difference is what it says is it says, thanks for filling out a form on my website. Here's a link to my calendar. I give a calendar link for us to come give you an offer. And what that does is say on Google pay-per-click, for example, you have all that other competition. If you just book an appointment with me, it kind of makes you stop in your process and distracts them from filling out for the competition. Plus it also shows me people's motivation. If you're going to book an appointment without even talking to me, you're fairly motivated on what you want to do there. Mm. So I would set that up if you guys are trying to generate in two, but in at two in the morning, people can book appointments when they fill it out.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the challenge that a lot of investors have right now is it's tough to find leads. So this is a really relevant conversation, both for residential and then also for commercial real estate investors. How can best ever listeners get in touch with you and learn more?
0: If you want to reach out our websites, motivated-leads.com. So you can just go there, fill out a form, give us a call. It's just motivated-leads.com.
1: And that's also in the show notes for you, best ever listeners. So Brian, thank you for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you again soon. Hey, thanks.